The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A group of Democratic Virginia senators shared a list of complaints with the state Supreme Court yesterday. They're concerned with Republican nominees for special master who will eventually help the court draw new legislative maps. Patrick Larson reports. The court will choose one special master from each party. Basically, the Democratic senators argue that Virginia's new redistricting law says special masters should have no conflicts of interest. They're concerned that all the Republican nominees have worked with state GOP parties in the past on redistricting. One, Adam Foltz, worked on Wisconsin's 2011 electoral maps, which were eventually struck down for racial gerrymandering. It's not clear what the court will consider a conflict of interest. House Republicans declined to comment on this story. Patrick Larson, VPM News. The Virginia Employment Commission has made headway in clearing a backlog of disputed unemployment claims, but the commission remains inefficient compared to other states, according to an audit presented to state lawmakers yesterday. Ben Pavier has more. People calling to check in on their unemployment claims faced average wait times of around 20 minutes last month. That's down from 10 hours in June. But the audit from the legislature's research arm, JLARC, still found lots of room for improvement. Virginia ranked in the bottom third of states in the time it takes for the office to complete basic tasks, like filing initial unemployment claims. The report blames shortages in staff and funding, as well as a slow rollout of a new IT system. JLARC recommends the commission come up with a plan to deal with any future surges in claims, and they advise lawmakers to set up a subcommittee to provide more oversight. The report also noted that unemployment payouts lag other states and aren't large enough to cover basic expenses. Ben Pavier, VPM News. The Employment Commission is not currently accepting new unemployment claims as it completes an overhaul of its IT system. They expect the process to last several days. The fate of two proposed constitutional amendments are unclear after Republicans seemed to win control of the House of Delegates last week. One proposal would give former felons the right to vote in Virginia. Only two Republican lawmakers voted for the amendment last year. Democratic State Senator Mamie Locke sponsored the proposal. She argues access to voting should be a bipartisan issue. And I think that if we um, can all agree that, that it is indeed a fundamental right, and I think that we can agree to that that we can can come to some agreement. The amendment needs to be approved by the General Assembly again this year to appear on voters' ballots next November. A spokesperson for Delegate Todd Gilbert, who leads the House Republican Caucus, says they haven't met since the election to discuss the amendment. A second amendment would remove text in Virginia's Constitution banning same-sex marriage. It's week three in a month-long trial against white nationalists who planned the 2017 Unite the Right rally. VPM legal reporter Whitney Evans has an update from yesterday's hearing. 
Jurors heard testimony from Marissa Blair, who protested the rally with her fiancé Marcus Martin and Heather Heyer. James Fields killed Heyer and injured Blair and Martin when he drove his car through a crowded Charlottesville city street. Blair described the chaos, terror, and confusion of the event, as well as the lingering trauma from the day. The defendants, more than 20 white nationalist groups and organizations, blame violence that occurred during the rally on counter-protesters, who they repeatedly referred to as Antifa and communists. One organizer likened the counter-protesters to surfers, who he said shouldn't be surprised when they're attacked by a shark. Whitney Evans, VPM News. A group of employees at Diversity Thrift in Richmond are protesting what they call unsafe working conditions at the historic LGBT Community Center and nonprofit. Protesters are demanding a $16 per hour base pay, an increase in the number of full-time employees, and the power to appoint someone to represent employees on the board of directors. The protesters' demands also include an investigation into a pattern of sexual harassment in the organization that they say led to a hostile work environment. They're demanding the resignation of Diversity Thrift President and Executive Director Bill Harrison and Chief Accountant Dia Eidelman. Four new bike lanes are coming to Richmond by next summer. The Department of Public Works announced last week that work is underway on the new routes, which are part of the city's Vision Zero traffic plan. Brooklyn Parkway and Warwick Road will get buffered lanes, offset from traffic by at least three feet, and Walmsley Boulevard will get a lane right next to car traffic. On Marshall Street, the city will add markers to let drivers know to share the road with bikers, but won't create a new lane for cyclists due to space limitations. The projects will also install higher visibility crosswalks and additional curb ramps. John Tyler Community College announced Friday that three buildings and several streets will get new names. According to the Progress Index, it's because the Virginia Community College Board told its 23 schools to consider renaming campuses, streets, and facilities that honor the Confederacy or people who promoted segregation. The name changes at JTCC are expected to coincide with when the school becomes Bright Point Community College in late 2022. The school's campuses are in Chester and Midlothian. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. This newscast was recorded on... Monday, November 8th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.